Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Well, good evening. How are you? Good evening. I'm good. How are you? I am doing well, and I'm glad it's Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. So, how was your week? Uh, it's pretty good. Nothing yeah. exciting. Nothing exciting happening at work or in my personal life. So I guess that's a, a win. <laughs> okay. Okay. What cool. about you? Oh, been pretty good. Um, yeah, nothing major. Pretty good week. So, yeah. what did you think about the soaps this week? Um, a couple of unexpected turns. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, very much so. So, oh my gosh. All right, guys. Welcome back to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha and I recap both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. And this is for the week of January 17th through January 21st. Can you believe we're already? Three weeks into this month. We just said Happy New Year. Time is flying. <laughs> I know. God, mm-hmm. we'll be in February in another week and a half. It's just so yeah. So what we normally do, we recap the Young and the Restless in the first half of the show. And then in the second half of the show, we do the Bold and the Beautiful. And then we have a segment called Flip the Script. Now, what that is, is that if there's a particular scene or storyline that we wish we could change, that's where we get the chance to flip the script. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we I I would say there's a lot to talk about on The Young and the Restless this week. Bold and the Beautiful, mm, yeah, whatever. Um, so let's go ahead and get started with The Young and the Restless. And I usually do a summary of the week, and then we break down the storyline. So, for the week of the 17th, Adam questioned Victoria's next moves. Chance balks at keeping Devon and Dominic apart. Um, Chance tell Abby he isn't ready to commit to Dominic. And then we also have Tessa asking Mariah to marry her. And um, last but not least, uh, we had the whole thing today where I guess Chance and Abby decide to allow um, a change in the contract for Devon. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a lot of unhappy fans right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of them. Oh my god. It was like, really? That's what you gonna do? Okay. All right. So let's dice this up a little bit. So um, there's also a storyline that we need to talk about as well. This whole thing with Victoria, Adam, and Victor, and Ashlyn. Mm -hmm. Because that whole thing is a mess. And like, 
somebody said something pretty interesting I saw in um, on Facebook, but we'll talk about it when we get to that storyline. So do you want to start there or where you want to start? We can start with that one. Okay, so the one thing that somebody mentioned, and they said it perfectly, they said that Victoria is actually giving um, Ashlyn and turning over the way uh, him, turning this company over to him without her even actually realizing it. Because, I mean, it was one thing, did you see that scene earlier this week where he tried to fire a longtime employee of mm-hmm. the strategy department? Yeah. And then to hire somebody from New York and Nikki caught him red-handed because he hadn't talked to her. Right. But when Victoria found out about it, she tried to save face. Instead of looking like, you know, what, I don't know about this? How did, why did you not tell me about this? She turned around and said, well, I trust him and his judgment. If he thinks that's what it is, it is. And I'm like, girl, you know you mad that that man went and did that behind your back. Yeah. <laughs> With plans yeah. to stay face with your mom. Right. Yeah, she um she does that a lot with him where she tries to, I guess, cover for mm-hmm. some of the choices that he makes or some of the things that he tries to do. Mm-hmm. And she tries to play it off like it's not a big deal. Yeah, I honestly think somebody also made this comment about Adam. That family they don't, I mean, even with Victor involved, they don't want Adam to change. Mm-hmm. Because if you did, you would leave that man be. I mean, for Victoria, to pretty much she's pissed off that the company was handed to him. You got a whole industry handed to you, but you, your little brother can't have a little piece of something. Right. And you want to take that away. And then try to do all this behind your father's back just because you want to show your night in front with Ashlyn. I just think this whole thing is just eventually going to blow up in her face. Yes, I don't. There's going to be something that um, that backfires on her. I don't. They're not going to be successful at trying to take over new media like she wants to. Yeah, yeah, and I mean even. Adam, you know, because they tried to they tried to throw this old crazy banter back and forth. And Adam was like, you worried about me. You better be pretty much worried about whether you can trust your father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And I, the thing that annoys me with it, though, is that I don't, there's like nothing going on between them right now. There's nothing that Adam is doing at Newman Media that is um, disrupting her business at Newman. Um, there's like, there's no Adam isn't trying to do anything to them. So it's like, why, why does she feel the need to take this company from him? Like, why is she, she's stirring up trouble for no reason? Yeah, she's greedy. She's greedy. She's vindictive. She want to show that she is better than Adam, closer, you know, because she's trying to fight for daddy's intention. You know, and but the thing is, like she said in today's episode, you know, as much as she don't like half of the stuff that Adam talks about, she really had to think about what he said because Adam does look at business as a three-dimensional chess game. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and to think, and that's why I was like, because look like it seems like they might try to pull, I mean, well, what's his name? Um, Victor might try to pull a coup against Adam next week. Did you see the preview? And I didn't see the preview for next Well, week. he's concerned about, because Victor says something about if Newman Locke takes Newman Media over, we'll be the biggest communications company in the world. And Adam was like, okay, that's all good and fine, but where'd that leave me? Um, you yeah. know, and that's why I had always been saying, you know, like, Adam needs to start something away from Newman, just like what happened with Nicholas. There's, I mean, his New Hope business dealings, I mean, alongside with Devon, that ain't got nothing to do with Newman whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, um, I mean, unless they tried to take it over and do a hostile takeover, but other than that, nothing Newman says had any influence over New Hope, which is what I was hoping that Adam would do. Adam is so worried about wanting Victor's approval. Yep. And um, I think probably in a little bit of a way, making Victoria jealous that of course. Mm-hmm. He, him working with Victor was probably a like that's probably a goal of his. Like he he looked at that as I'm in I'm in Dad's favor now. Like we're working hand in hand together, and you're over there in Newman. Like without him, without his support, like I have it kind of thing it's just it's just so crazy because even michael i just think his movements is stupid you've said that working for the da office is stressful but you're gonna go work for victor newman right i was like dude are you serious and you supposed to be and that's why i I like the fact that you know um lauren was like are you sure because you talking about you want less stress at the office, but then you thinking you're gonna have less stress working for Victor. Victor always plays games and stuff, and you see what happened today, right? Um, with 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 Michael. Michael was telling him, you know, I you need to give me some time. I gotta go close up everything with the DA, and he was like, "Uh, I hear you and all, but I think you can still work for me unofficially, like right now." And Michael looked at him like, "Oh, here we go." That should have been a, a red flag for him. Exactly. Though, to, like, exactly. Dang, you're not even giving me a, a chance to um to tie up loose ends at my previous position. Exactly. <laughs> Get off my back. You know, and I'm looking at Michael. I'm like, dude, what did you expect? Right. You know, I'd like, have been like right then and there, like, no, maybe this isn't such a good idea. <laughs> because remember, he told Lauren, well. Victor promised me. He promised me that it's not going to be that bad. And that's when Lauren was like, you talking about Victor's promises? And I was saying the same thing. Victor's promises don't mean nothing. Right. Because that man, will, if he wants something done, he don't care what he already told you. Right. Girl, that whole thing. But Victoria, that girl, not only is she jealous, she's vindictive, she's greedy, mm-hmm. but I just really, truly think that... um that's going to come back to bite in the butt. And it's because there's obviously more going on with, um, you know, with uh, Ashlyn, mm-hmm. you know, than she probably know. 
or like one of the fans said, you know, she, she don't realize as much as she just letting this man have free reign, she's doing everything he wants her to do and she don't even know it. Yeah. And you yep. know it's going to hurt her ego big time when it comes out because she well, never looked like the weak person or like the one that, that got played. But that- so why are if, if Victor knows that something ain't sitting right over at Newman, why don't you spend more time over there? You were so worried about freaking Adam. Oh, you know, he almost got caught up because Victoria lied to him. He, he, uh, she didn't tell him the whole story that she was also part of that plan. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is like you worry about I need to take up more time at, at Newman Media because Billy almost pulled one over on, um, you know, on Adam. And it's like, you need to be worried about Ashley. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, that scene today where he was talking to Nikki about that, um, mm-hmm. I'm like, that is a, a major overreaction to what happened. Like, he didn't even get around to even starting to create an article on Billy. He was just exactly. talking about the stuff that he witnessed and it's like you're going from that situation to you don't know if you can trust Adam to run the company you know without any issues because that's basically what he told Nikki was like I gotta I I gotta go back and spend more time at New Media so I can watch Adam because I just need to make sure he doesn't do anything to mess up the company and it's like he ain't even done nothing nothing. it's been less than a year (laughs) And I it's mean, been less than a year. There's been nothing major that has happened to destroy the company's reputation. Like, what are you talking about? Well, did you hear um, Nikki's actual compliment to Adam? I was like... Yeah, I was surprised. What? Yeah, I was shocked. I'm like, did she just say that? <laughs> but, I, you know, actually, it's a good thing. I mean, because he's looked like he's turned his life around, and I'm actually happy to say that. And I'm like, and then, and then Victor come back. Yeah, well, but I still need to. I can't trust. Her. I'm like, oh, jeez, here we go. Yeah, he's just looking for, looking for a reason to be there. And I honestly, I'm glad Noah went to work with Nicholas. I am too. You know, and look like you know Victor. I don't know. He was he liked the fact that he was able to work with Nick because that's his father. Mm-hmm. But. You know, it's like, dude, ain't nobody gonna be part of that mess. You know, I mean, that's why I'm hoping that Adam, if he does find out that that's what, you know, um, Victor's trying to do is to have him have the business merge over with Newman Locke, let Adam go and take Chloe and Chelsea and all of them right over to Newman Locke. (laughs) Right. Deal with that nonsense. Yep. Uh, they absorb the entire business because nobody. I mean, even that whole thing. You know, I mean, she got mad this week. We want to. Did we have anything else on Victoria and all of them? Did you have anything? Um, 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 um n- no. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about this whole Chelsea thing because uh, obviously, um, Sally got sent out of town because we ain't seen her really this week. Mm-hmm. But she was pissed off because Adam pretty much told Chelsea, you know what, 
it's a no for me. And you need to get it through your thick skull, you know. And then she's crying and boohooing to Chloe, and Chloe is trashing Adam. I'm like, Adam did exactly what you wanted him to do, which was to stay away from Chelsea. So why are you talking? Oh, he's horrible. He's scum of the earth. You don't need to be. I'm like, yeah. He's staying away from your girl. Right. That's what she does, though. That's what Chloe does. She takes every every opportunity she can um, to trash Adam. And regardless of the fact that that was what she was hoping was that Adam and Chelsea didn't get back together. Mm-hmm. I think she I think she probably said what she said in an effort to make Chelsea feel better about um about him turning her down basically. Yeah, that whole thing is just crazy and it's just like okay, why did you even come work for this man? Mm-hmm. I mean, you you don't you don't trust him, you don't like him, you trash him every time you you know, are not around him and you're talking to people. And Chelsea is just all over the place. Girl, I, I'm i like, look, just end it. Just end it. Just keep it moving. Put her with somebody else. I'm sick of it. Yeah. Let's just keep that whole thing moving. Um, But I'm trying to think, was there any? Yeah, because no Sally this week. So that was pretty much it, right? With them. <laughs> yep, that was... Yeah, there wasn't really anything else. Okay, happened. We didn't get no Phyllis this week. It, yes, we did. Phyllis was yeah. sitting there by herself. Yeah, yeah, she got that phone call. She was talking to uh, Summer. Uh, Summer. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out what, what Jack was doing over there. Yeah, but talking the business. She um, now it's interesting because that led up to us not seeing her on on screen the rest of the week but before we get to that part which was pretty darn interesting i'm like okay what are they trying to do um the other part where she was sitting at that table looking lonely and you know nick shows up in there and christian remembers and you know that she's not coming back anymore and all this kind of stuff and i'm like phyllis you did this to yourself right you trashed your whole relationship because Jack said a couple words to you and you started wilding out. Exactly. And now that Jack is MIA, you trying to track him down. He's not talking to you. He ain't calling you. And here come Nick strolling around. Now you're looking crazy. Yeah, and that's what I don't understand is why are... So, like, when Nick was talking about um, his birthday and how Sharon and the kids, like, threw him a surprise party. Mm-hmm. It was like, she was like, oh, oh, that family. And it's like, why do you always have something snarky to say about a group of people that you don't like? Like, just because he's friends with Sharon. he's He has a good relationship with Sharon. Why does that bother you? You didn't want to be with him. And the other thing is that he still has a child under 18 this with Sharon. So, I mean, he's going to be over there. Yeah. I mean, Faith ain't Faith is in high school. So, you, I mean, they still have a child, a school-age kid over there. So, it's like, why are you tripping about that? You knew this even when he had a son with uh, a son and, well, I mean, Cassie at the time. 
But Cassie and Noah, you knew he had those other people as a part of his life. When you slept with him, when you had a whole child with him, raising summer with him. So why are you having an issue with that now? This ain't nothing new for her. Yeah, it's like she's bothered by she she's bothered by his relationship with Sharon. Now I could see if mm-hmm. they were still together mm-hmm. and planned this surprise party and they didn't include Phyllis. Right. That'd be a different story. But y'all not together no more. So what's with the snarkiness when you you know, when he told you that that's what they did for him? Like it's your fault that you don't have that same kind of of, of good relationship with Nick um, outside of your romantic relationship. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you mad at him and throwing darts and shade at the other folks and stuff. It's like, you brought this on yourself. Yeah. You sitting up here having dinner alone because of the fact that you ride and died with a couple words that Jack said to you that he he indeed even turned back, you know, took him back. The problem that I I wonder where is Jack? Is he on vacation? He's in, no, he's in. Uh, remember when she talked to Summer? He's no, over no, there I'm working with Kyle. Kyle. Plays Jack. Where is um? Because I haven't just haven't seen him on camera for the last what two or three weeks. All you're talking about in real life. What is he doing? Yeah, or, Bergman. I mean, um, I'm I suppose he's on vacation. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, supposedly he he's in um overseas, right? Yeah, he's over there with Kyle working on some project. Mm-hmm. That's what she was. That's really the reason why she called Summer to see what they were working on, or to see to try to poke around and find out what they were doing. So yeah. the other the other thing when she had talked to Summer the second time, Summer said something about them offering Phyllis a job at Marchetti. Right. And so my my thing is with that is what do you what is there for you to stay in Genoa City for? You pretty much hate everybody there. Mm-hmm. So why not go and you keep talking about how much you miss Summer and how you're lonely there and you're you know, Sally took your daughter away from you. Then go so out there. You think that's what they're gonna try to do? Is Michelle Stafford going on vacation or off scene or recurring status or what? I don't know. I haven't seen any rumors or anything Me about either. that. But I'm just I'm just saying like mm-hmm. from the character's perspective, like from inside the soap. Right. It's so miserable where you are because you're lonely and you don't have summer anymore with you there. Like there's nobody else there for you. I mean, yeah, you know, you got your, your best friends with uh, Michael and Lauren. Mm-hmm. He's friends with Amanda. Mm-hmm. But obviously that's not enough because you're still miserable. You're not with Nick anymore. You hate his family. You don't, you really don't like the rest of Jack's family. You don't get along with any of them. Mm-hmm. So just go on over there with Summer and start a new life. Sell, yeah. your, sell your hotel. Or hire somebody to run it. You know, she can still, I guess, own whatever part she owns or maintain being the the manager or the the owner of the hotel. Just hire somebody to to run the day-to-day operations of it. Mm -hmm. That's true. That is true. I mean, she she got, I mean, if, if, like you just said, ain't nothing here going on in GC, 
Go go overseas. Go be with your daughter. I mean, you acting lonely. You pulling Amanda out of an important moment with with her boyfriend just to spend time with you. You know it. Yeah, it's like okay. You know what? You created this environment. Now you got an out. Possibly mm-hmm. go ahead and take it. Right. So, um, okay. What else do we have? Any other storylines? Not really. I mean, well, understand. wait a minute. This whole thing with Tessa. Yeah. Tessa and Noah and Noah is he's taking it hard. He really likes Tessa but they have progressed their relationship that they are now engaged mm-hmm. and um, he's kind of taking it pretty hard I'm wondering are they going to even make it to the wedding though I I haven't seen any sign other than when Tessa other than when they were in um, Italy for Victoria's wedding I haven't seen any other signs that Tessa is interested in Noah. Like she's not yeah. picking up on any hints that that um he has developed feelings for her again. Mm-hmm. Because of the way, like you can tell, because of the way she talks about Mariah to him, it's mm-hmm. like she's just it's like she's talking to a friend about her, you know, relationship. Because I, I feel like if she um, realized that he had feelings for her, that she probably wouldn't. Um just openly talk about her and Mariah to him. Like she would probably be more cautious of what she says so she doesn't like hurt his feelings or something. So I don't like it it's like she's oblivious to the fact that that he's developed those feelings for her. So I don't see how especially considering she's the one that proposed to Mariah. Mm-hmm. They're planning on having um adopting a kid so I don't see how they where they would be able to shift this story mm-hmm. to where Noah would think that he would have any chance of being with her yeah because it's like why are you even showing scenes of his facial reactions and all of this unless you just want us to see that he's not happy and then you let them get married and that's it you know, because like you say, Tessa is not even giving any type of indication that she's even interested in him. Yeah. So I, I don't know where they're going with this, you know, um, whether or are they going to just move Noah out of the that storyline altogether? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like maybe that's what they'll end up doing. Like this would have made more sense if her and Tessa were still having the issues of... Um, Mariah wanted to have, yeah. Mariah wanted to have kids, and Tessa wasn't ready for it. Like I could see that, mm-hmm. you know, potentially allowing Noah to move in on that territory, but that's not happening anymore because she suddenly changed her mind about that and is ready to have kids now. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. I guess we have to wait and see and find out exactly what the deal is with that because. You know, to me, it's like, okay, are you going to break, you know, is he going to try to get back with her or mm-hmm. what? What is it? So we'll have to see. I don't know. Um, 
there was a lot of controversy on social media about the storyline, which I won't get into. But um, well, Tessa about Tessa Moran. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, it was it was back and forth. So, um, and I mean the thing is, is that most of you talking about daytime TV, so you have a demographic that's still in maybe part of the silent generation down to the baby boomers. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's a different mindset there versus maybe some of the millennials and Gen X people that are watching. And so, you know, it's, it's a different time period right now. And so a lot of people, you know, they have their, ideologies on things i'll just say it like that and it it yeah it got real messy mm, i miss yeah. part of the drama yeah well you know i kind of because i'm always in the groups i'm always posting something plus in a lot of these groups so believe me i get the recorded posts <laughs> so you know somebody reported this post and that post is just like oh my god come on you got <laughs> Y'all reporting everything just because you're in your feelings, not because right. maybe it's something that was, you know, hate speech or something, you know? Yeah. So, anywho, did we have anything else on that storyline? Um, no. I mean, other than now Nick is caught on to uh, Noah's feelings. Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh, go ahead. What about, um, have you noticed how Ray lately has seemed to feel some kind of way about sharing. Like, I feel like there's been scenes where it'll be Sharon and the kids and Nick, like, at the coffee house, and mm-hmm. Ray's kind of just standing back, looking like he feels left out or something like that. Yeah, it's almost like he's not a part of the of the, of the group. Yeah. And so he's always, he was like, I need you to myself and I want to do this with you. And, every, and it's pretty much every time you look up, it's Mariah and Tessa or it's Noah or it's Faith and, and Moses or, it's or Nick. <laughs> right. So, you know, people, she got a lot of people in her life, but it's like, Ray, you knew this going in. <laughs> Sharon is a staple of you know, this community or this, this, this show. So, I mean, what, what did you expect? And most of his family is gone. There's, you know, Lola's gone. You know, the mom is not on the show. Um, his brother is not on the show. His ex-wife is not on the show. So it's just him and everybody's back in Miami. Whereas he feels like an outsider when Sharon got all these people coming on, always showing up. You know, yeah. So. I I mean, I didn't think there was anything wrong with um how he carved out like time for them to just spend together. Like mm-hmm. every married couple needs that, of course. Uh, but it it seems like it almost seems like he's like you said he. I think he's starting to feel like an outsider in the family because now Nick is always around because him and Phyllis have broken up. Right. Um, so I feel like they're about to move down that path of there's going to be some reason that pops up 
that's going to cause her and Ray to end up breaking up, and that's what that's what's going to put her and Nick back together. Now, the interesting thing is that um, I saw something, and I don't know if this is true or not, that Ray and Chelsea is supposed to end up in in something. So, she, if Adam is no longer a part of her, oh, well, there's another thing we forgot to talk about with Chelsea, and I'll bring that up in a minute. But if that's the case, then I could see he feel like an outsider. She has really not, you know, she's not a part of Adam's life anymore. So, but did you see her proposal telling Adam that she wanted to move the company outside of the building or something? Chelsea? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, are you serious? It's like, come on now. And Adam is sitting up there looking crazy. It's like, why are we doing this? All because she was like, well, the reason I'm doing this, if, if I can't be with you and I can't be around you, so we need to move the whole company. And I was like, listen, you don't run a business based on the fact that you can't handle your emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, if you need some time off or something, you lead the company, but you don't tell the CEO, I'm going to need to have, I can't be around you. So I'm going to need to take this piece of business elsewhere. It's like, girl, please, would you go sit down somewhere? <laughs> yeah, she is being a little ridiculous. I, I guess my thing is just don't work there anymore. Exactly. And figure out another way to, to run your fashion line. Sweet, simple, and to the point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, um, okay. So we covered everything about Sharon and all and Ray and anything else you have with that? Um, the only other thing I was gonna say about Ray is I wonder if he's starting to feel a certain way about because um, he doesn't have kids. And I remember when That's true. his ex wife was on there before how he talked about um, how he always wanted kids and when he thought that his wife was pregnant by him, like he was excited right. about the fact that he was going to have a kid finally. So I doubt that they will make Sharon pregnant again. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I, I feel like that would be another another path that they could take to where to how him and Sharon end up breaking up, which to me, doesn't make much sense because that should be a conversation that you have with somebody that you're, you know, starting a serious relationship with. Like, they should have talked about kids a long time ago. Exactly. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess they could frame it as I, I didn't I didn't think I needed them. You know, you have kids. I'll, I feel like, you know, those are my kids too, or I, I have a close relationship with Faith or something like that. But then change my I, I changed my mind. I, I do actually want kids and now it's gonna affect their marriage or something. Yeah. But okay. I could totally see them if they do put him and Chelsea together, I could see them having, you know, possibly Chelsea having another child because she's mm-hmm. a little bit younger than Sharon. Well not yeah. a little bit, but significantly. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because if they have an affair and she ended up pregnant by Ray, that's gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, we'll see if they if that's what, how they're gonna tie that. Cause I mean, if obviously they're probably gonna end up pushing Adam to Sally. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. And if they're gonna push Chelsea away and Ray is feeling some kind of way about Sharon and her family, mm-hmm. then yeah, this possibility that they could put those two together. Yeah. So. Okay. Anything else? Okay, let's talk about this other elephant in the room. This whole thing with Devon, Abby, and Chance is just, I mean, it had everybody buzzing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, the first thing, he wanted to take this thing to court where he amend the original donor contract and you know I Amanda is just I'm like come on girl just speak this man some truth because then he was like you know it's a chance you might lose your friendship oh she wouldn't do that and I'm like really dude right got a whole lot of confidence (laughs) (laughs) you know and I wasn't happy with chance this week either But it's a double-edged sword with that because if he is not connecting with that baby and, you know, I don't know, he's having nightmares and somebody said, and I don't remember this scene from last week, maybe you remember, but I guess the baby was crying and he didn't even respond to it or something or he woke up yelling and screaming or something, I don't know. I don't remember him waking up yelling and screaming. I do remember there being a scene where the baby was crying, but I and I think Abby ended up going to get going and getting the baby or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think he said he he didn't hear the baby. I forget what it was, but I do remember um, a scene something like that. Okay, well, you know, there's a, a small group of people that actually are were wanting this whole situation because they felt that Chance was not in the right headspace to be a father right now. Now granted, the writers wrote it where you know he was like, nope, you need to bring him. You need to get Devon in this. I didn't like the sidebar conversations that he would have Devon with Devon behind Abby's back. Yeah. That's the part that was getting me. It was like, if you're going through all this stuff, don't you think you should tell your wife first? Right. Before you run over to Devon, who's clearly concerned about your mental status, and you just giving him all the information. And Because I, I was in agreement with Abby. I, Abby was like, don't you think you ought to talk to me first? Right. I'm your wife. Yep. I don't know. I honestly, here's my problem with this whole situation. Devon is trying to get Dominic at, because have you noticed most of this week we hear Devon saying, my son, my yeah. son, my son. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, you knew you were, you were a donor. You were a donor. No, I mean, a person can't just give somebody a kidney and then tell them how they need to have a decision making and how they use the kidney. Right. 
I mean, seriously. So, you getting your feelings. You, yes, a lot of stuff happened. Okay? She went to find her husband, and you helped get the baby coming to the world, and you know, Stitch had his issues that caused Mariah's kidnapping. I get it. But you talking about you didn't catch feelings with this baby. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden you come from being a donor to that's my son. Right. I got to get oh. custody of my son. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> yeah. So the thing that the thing that bothers me about this situation is this is all happening because there he was concerned about um chance's mental state because he's you know trying still trying to heal from the traumatic incident that he went through for the last year mm-hmm. but again and I, and we've said this in previous podcasts what has chance actually done that could be harmful to the baby mm. hasn't done anything nope there are there's parents that go through traumatic things in their lives all the time absolutely they don't give up custody of their children because of it nope only they time- work through it with each other I, i'm not saying that there's never there's never a time where you know maybe somebody has gone through something so extremely traumatic that they just aren't in the the headspace to actually be a parent and their kids get taken from them maybe, or maybe a a family member, you know, does take custody of their children. Mm -hmm. But this situation that he's going through doesn't seem, doesn't seem like it's to the extreme that um, Devon should be worried about getting custody of the little boy because he needs to be a father to him because they feel like chance can't to, to me, it feels like for one, it feels like chance, gave kind of gave up on this way too easy like he just yeah he just doesn't want to be a father and this was his way out of it like yep. oh man well devon wants custody of him let's go ahead and do it because yep. now i don't have to worry about it yep um but and then on the you know from devon side of things it's like and abby said it best she was like you're doing this for you you're not doing this for the baby yeah selfish she told him you're being selfish um and he is because there was i think it was when he was talking to nate and he said something about um i can't let them ruin my relationship with my son exactly and it's like or with dominic i can't i think he said dominic i don't think he said his son but it's like they they weren't trying to ruin a relationship that you were building with Dominic. They told you several times, you are more than welcome to come over here whenever you want to. Yep. You will be an active part of his life. Like, they didn't really have any boundaries set. You know what I mean? Like, I, he, I pretty exactly much had, mean. he pretty much had, like, open an open invitation to come and go as he pleased to come and see Dominic, to spend time with Dominic. So they weren't getting in the way of that relationship. So this is all about you because you want to have complete control over um, the amount of time that you can spend with that little boy without them telling you that you can't. Exactly. That's what this was for him. He just wanted to have control over the situation. I didn't want to have to, didn't want to have to, you know, refer to them about when he could come and spend time with Dominic. Yeah. I, um, 
that whole thing, like you said, it does not have anything to do with Dominic. It's about his own self-interest in regards to being a father. Mm-hmm. And the thing is about that whole thing is because of that, you making it seem like they're being too controlling about the time. When they told you, you can see that boy anytime you want to. Yeah. But it's not to the extent of the type of time that Devon want. Devon want that boy with a room in his house and where he got some say-so about certain things. Now, see, here's the problem. And I had this conversation in one of the groups. Is that, okay, say you know, um, chance to get counseling. He's ready in about a year. That kid is still only a year, two years old, right? Mm-hmm. The problem with that is that what happens when decision making comes into boarding school versus regular school, private school versus this religion, culture, all of that. Because what happens if they, uh, um, meaning Abby and chance, decides to make a decision about Dominic and say, okay, this is what we're going to do. They got to go through Devon now. Right. Or if Devon says, well, I'm going to have my son do this, that, and the third. And Abby and Chance was like, uh, I don't think so. This could turn into a nightmare tug of war. Yep. Because it's one thing when two parents are on the same idea, the same path, they're married, they're together, they're in the household. But when you got a third party out there who can block what you're trying to do in your own house, because what if she says, well, I'm going to give him a certain type of food? And Devon's like, no, I think he should have this type of diet. That's going to be a nightmare. And that's why I think um, you know, at the end of the scene where Abby was looking worried after Devon and Amanda left, mm-hmm. this ain't over. It's one thing for him to have custody, but who gets the final say-so on major life decisions? Yeah, and he's and Boss wears up and down. And it's not going to change anything. This yeah, right. You guys are still his <laughs> blah, 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 and I'm like, you saying that now? But like you said, as soon as it comes to making life decisions for this little boy, Devon is absolutely going to insert um, his opinion on what should happen and will fight them on it if he doesn't agree. Because now mm-hmm. because now he's going to have some legal say-so. He's going to yeah. be, you know, I guess, I, I don't what is he going to be referred to as? Because I'm assuming... They put Chance on the birth certificate as his father? Well, I, I'm assuming that they did at the beginning. So the other part of that is that they added Winters as a last name. That boy got four last names. Mm-hmm. I, I, that, that made me even more mad because it's like you didn't already pretty much force these people, not force, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I got you. Influence. Pretty much made them feel like they had to agree to custody with you. And now you want to add your last name to the birth certificate too? Yep. But my thing is, why didn't the attorneys, I mean, Amanda is being self-serving too, so she's not being objective as a true attorney. He should have got an actual outsider instead of his girlfriend who has issues with her own father's situation, right? Right. But somebody, even Christine should have said, 
are you guys sure about this? Because what this means is that not just that Devon is going to get more time with this kid, but when it comes to decision making, three have to be on the same page. And yeah. that's because I mean, right now, what you call it got a nanny, right? To mm-hmm. watch that baby. Who's to say Devon said, oh, I don't want my kid to be with no nanny? Right. You know? Or if she said, well, I'm going to, um, spend time I gotta go to work today and just say you know cause she obviously has the what is that place called the um oh, the, the restaurant the restaurant and what if Devon said you work too many hours and as it is and you know uh Chance is already going through stuff y'all I, I don't trust y'all and I'm, I think I should get full custody yeah. who knows if he I just, I just don't see a good outcome to this whole thing me neither. You know, but I also got to put some of the um the blame on Chance because he mm-hmm. handled this situation extremely recklessly. My thing is, the moment your butt came back in town, you've been here a month. You should have took your butt to counseling a long time ago. Yeah. You were lying to your wife about how you was feeling about this baby. Then you would take those same conversations and then you'll have it with Devon without telling her. He's part of this problem. Yep. My yeah, thing- and that, and it just like and like we were saying, it just for him to give up the way he gave up. It just seems to me like he doesn't want to be a father. Because yeah, who gets on trying to get to know their kid? Mm-hmm. So I like I don't know if he just felt threatened because he knows that Devon is the biological dad, um, or if he just truly just doesn't want to be a father and this is just his way out of it. Yeah, I know. Abby was giving him the side eye real bad because... And she should have. And she should have. (laughs) I think this is the first time I've ever, like, truly been on Abby's side about anything. Exactly. Me too. And I... I I think I probably would have went off on him even more than what she... Girl, I was I was done. I said if I if that was me, I would have been done. Yeah, I, I, there's no way. It's you know I would hate that, and that's the thing. She took she did everything she could to go all the way down to was it Greece or wherever he was to pull him out to bring this man back home, only for this to happen. I'm not the same man that you married. Okay, you know what? Then fine. I understand you've seen people die in front of you and stuff like that. Go get some help. Even she said that. Talk mm-hmm. to me or go get therapy. But you don't go talk to Devon. Right. I was very surprised that she um, went along with went, went along with it after she talked to had that conversation with Chance. I thought she was going to continue to fight against Devon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so too. But I still think she's reluctant. She don't think that this is there's a deep part of her that is not liking this idea. That's because and that's why Chance was like, Are you sure? Because you I know you, Abby, your look in your face is like you're not sure about this. And she shouldn't be, because this is going to be a nightmare. Yep. And here's the thing just say Chance does walk away from Abby. What <laughs> Devon is going to be like, nah, mm -mm, I'm suing for full custody now because, you know, I mean, 
it could be anything that could trigger Devon to just want the kid all to himself. I can't see him doing that. You don't I think so? Him, no, not not just because Chance left. Okay. Like, that's not a reason for you to get full custody because you're not married. Yeah, that's true. So what like what would your argument be? Because I'm a single mom now that works a lot. Like he's the, the CEO of a, a huge company. So he's you know, he probably works way more hours than what she would work. So he would really have an argument there. That's true. I can understand that one. But it would be funny if this all backfired on Amanda and her and uh, Devon got closer and decided to, um, I don't know, and you know, ends up falling in love with each other because now they're bonding over Dominic. Yeah, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I just, I didn't like how this storyline was written. And of course, there again, there's people triggered by that. You know, hey, just because you know you're going through something in life, don't mean that somebody should take your kid. And all that. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, okay, on abandonment situations, kids being malnourished, kids being physically and sexually abused. Oh, absolutely, take that kid out of the house. Right. But that's not what this is. Right. You know. So. Yeah, and then it's like. So it's Devon goes through some type of traumatic incident where he needs counseling. Does that mean that Devon now you need to give me full custody back because you're going through you're going through something traumatic that you need to work through and you can't be a father to Dominic? You know what I mean? Right. Like just does that make do you do you give custody back and forth just because somebody is going through something and they may not be, you know, one hundred percent there as a parent? Like, it just doesn't, it's just stupid. It just doesn't make sense that, that they went this route with this. Right, because you're making a permanent decision for something that may be temporary. That's the other thing. Yeah. I mean, if if he do the work and he go to counseling and he starts to bond with that child and now he is the dad that they originally signed up for, you know, you now Devon is that third wheel that's stuck in this whole situation. You know, I, mm-hmm. I mean, he's not stuck. He put himself there, but it just seemed like I just can't see them all three agreeing to the same thing for this one child. Right now, it sounds good in theory, and it sounds like okay, I'm getting more time, but there's decisions that have to be made when it comes to children. Yep. You know, I mean. And one of the biggest things on the soaps is kids going off to boarding school. If Abby, he gets of age and Abby and Chance like, okay, let's send the kids to boarding school where Faith and Noah and all them went to. And Devon is like, my kid ain't going to boarding school. I mean, it's like. <laughs> where does it stop? Like, where does line- it end? Yeah. You know, I mean, like I said, even some people are very finicky about what they feed their kids. What if Devon wants to feed them vegan food and you know, it's just it's just so many ways crazy that this thing could go. I, I don't know. And and also who when the when he gets older, you know, old enough to talk, mm-hmm. who is he calling daddy? That's a good question. Or is he gonna call both of them dad? Or is Devon just gonna be known as Uncle Devon? 
Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Is you know, is he gonna just be known as his godfather and Chance as his dad? Like, how how does that how that gonna work out now? Yep. Yeah, I don't. Mm, mm mm. This this is gonna be real interesting where they take this storyline. I'm curious to see what the writers gonna do with this. Me too. Yep. So. You. All right. Did we cover everything for YNR? Um. Yes. Okie dokie. All righty. Okay. So. Um. The week of the seventeenth. Hold on. Bold and the beautiful. Let's get started with bold. So. For Bold and Beautiful, Deacon continues to pursue Brooke against her wishes. Mm -hmm. Um, Taylor offers Brooke her friendship and professional help. And then we had Douglas telling Hope and Liam about seeing Grandma kissing Santa on New Year's Eve. And (laughs) then Carter and Paris share another intimate moment. And they really get it in today. So, I mean, I don't, they didn't have sex, but yeah, yeah, that whole thing. Oh, posing day. Yeah, we got to talk about that whole thing too. Um, <laughs> so we got one, what, two storylines this week on Bold? Yes. Yep. Okay, which one you want to do first, Brooke, or you want to do Paris? Uh, Paris. Okay, so she playing that's this girl here, something else. And and it's crazy because they wrote her as the moral compass when she got here. Especially when her sister was here and when it came to Quinn. Mm-hmm. And now you know, she's this wishy washy, I don't know what I want to do type of situation. So as we know, you know, Paris decided to turn down Zenday's proposal. Yeah. When Zenday got an offer from a model to go out on a date and Paris overhears it, now she's feeling some kind of way about it. And it's like, okay, you need to get yourself together because in one breath you can't say, oh, we got to keep it casual. We don't need to do nothing serious. We're young. We need to be free. And then when this man decided to go on a date, now all of a sudden it's like, well, I don't want to hear about it. And, you know, I still want you to know that I'm still here. And I'm like, what? After you didn't already kiss Carter once. Are you still there? That was weird. Yeah, that was weird. Okay, <laughs> so we're back. Sorry for the technical difficulty in that moment. Even though to you guys, it probably feel like one second. To us, it's been a few minutes. Yeah. Um, Did you hear what I was saying? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Um. Yeah, you know, in one moment you want to be casual, free, and independent. And then the next moment when he get asked out on a date, oh, but you know, you got to still remember I'm here and all this sort of kind of stuff. And I'm like, but you already kissed Carter once. What are you talking right. about? Yep, she want her cake. She wants the cake and to eat it too. 
Yeah, which a lot of people are not liking her character. It was one thing that they really didn't care for her character, but now they really don't like her character. Yeah. You know, so... I just think that she needs to... If she's having feelings for Carter, knowing that Zenday and Carter are friends, mm-hmm. she I, she owes it to Zenday to be honest with him, and mm-hmm. she just needs to move on from him. Yep. Because that's not fair. Yeah, she needs to cut him loose. It would be one thing if it was a complete stranger um, mm-hmm. that she was, you know hanging out with and spending time with outside of Zenday, but you're spending time with a guy that both of you work with and mm-hmm. that Zenday is friends with. So, yeah. Yep. You are absolutely correct because that's going to be something ugly. Mm-hmm. It's going to be real ugly because like you say, it's all, he already got one knock against him for messing with Quinn. Mm-hmm. And then now, all of a sudden, now it's Zenday's turn. And it's like, dude. Right. You know, but Paris is also a part of this issue, too, because you got one foot in the door and one foot out the door in the relationship with Zenday, which ain't cool. Either let, let that man go. Let him be able to free to date a whole bunch of models, and he ain't got to think about you because you done moved on. Right. So... And I just don't even see them as an on-screen match. I don't either. I mean, Diamond White, who plays Paris, is 22 years old. And um, the guy that plays Carter is 39. You know, I mean, we even said about the the look between Carter and Zoe. And, I mean, Paris looked younger than Zoe. Right. <laughs> so- he looks like a kid. You know, and I'm not trying to go in a realm of anything yet, because like I said, she's 22. Okay? Because I don't want people thinking like, whoa, what are you saying? No, no, no. It's just that their own screen chemistry, the age level, Mm -hmm. is not matching where she looks as mature as he does. Right. You know, she she matched well with Zenday because the guy that plays Zenday is around her age. Whereas, you know, if you put Carter with, I don't know, I mean, even if Maya came back, right? Yeah. That would have worked because they're around the same age. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Bold is just a disappointment for the last couple weeks or so. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm over the, the Paris and Carter thing already and it hasn't even been that long and I just I just want them to let Carter find somebody and settle down for a little bit instead of they literally have this man falling in love with a new woman every other month yep <laughs> yep like he falls in love with the first woman that bats an eye at him right or flirts with him Exactly. I mean, he went from Quinn to Katie, and now it's uh, Paris. Right. And, and then was... with Paris, it was Finn to, you know, and I mean, she claimed she didn't have a connection with Thomas, and now Carter. So, mm-hmm. it's just like, it's just not a good look at all. Right. And And remember, like you said, when it came to Thomas, she was 
you know, talking about how she's got a boyfriend. Right. Now, all of a sudden, they're just friends. Basically, exactly. friends with benefits. Yep. So, it's and like they switch her storyline at the drop of a dime. Yep. It's crazy. You know, so, I'm like, you know what, I'm just over it. You know, I just, I look at the scene and I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Let's, let's, let's go back. I mean, even this whole thing with Brooke and Taylor and all of them, okay, fine. But, yeah, I'm bold. I'm just not feeling right now. Mm-hmm. But um, we got to talk about it because everybody else might be like, oh, my God, you know, yeah, that's horrible. So I don't want to be a Debbie Downer to the to our listeners who are really interested in this storyline. So, but, um, you know, I mean, if they're going to be a couple, it's going to be something to watch, I guess. Yeah. So, all right, you want to move over to Brooke? Yep. Brooke is, is, you know what, well, here's the thing. Brooke is not spazzing because of the alcohol. She's spazzing for keeping it secret. And I'm wondering, since she told Hope today, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, is she going to be relieved now? Because I don't think Hope is going to tell Ridge. No, she's not. And she's talking about, oh, it was just a kiss. That's just okay. But yeah, you had a field day problem when it was just a kiss between... <laughs> Between Steffi and Liam that time when you yep. caught them kissing. That was the first thing I thought of when she said that to her mom. Yeah. Was the yep, that time that Steffi and she caught Steffi and Liam kissing and had a almost had a day on breakdown about exactly. it. Yeah, it's a problem when everybody else do it, but when it's your mama and your daddy, it's like, well, it was just a kiss. I'm like, girl, please. Yeah. Yeah, she had not going to say anything to Ridge. Those two will ride or die for each other when it comes to the lies, but let somebody else get caught in a lie and they're the worst person on the face of the earth. Thank you. And Brooke shouldn't have nothing to say to Quinn ever again. Now granted, she didn't sleep with Deacon, technically under the sheets, but the fact of the matter is, you know, you did something, you kept it from your husband, and it's like, like she said, if if Ridge ever find out what she did, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. And then she worrying about um, uh, Taylor hanging in the winds to pick up the scraps. I'm like, girl, please, that's the least of your worries. <laughs> you know, it was uh, it was funny because what was that? Hi. Um, but she went over to the when Taylor went over to the house mm-hmm. to Brooke's house and she was like she said something like um, well you know I just wanted to see if you know you were really it, it, what you were saying about us being friends was you know really true and I just wanted to come over and check on you and see how you're doing and blah 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 and and Brooke's standing there looking all skeptical and stuff like that. So it's like, well, obviously, you weren't genuine when you went to Taylor saying that you were hoping that the two of you could um, form a friendship because you over here looking at her all crazy and skeptical, wondering why she's at your house asking you these questions and 
and you know saying that she's going to check on you or you know saying that she's checking up on you and offering help and stuff like that right so yeah uh, I just thought that was funny yeah I mean I don't know girl it's like why do we get to bold and it's like we ain't got much to say I know well, I mean, what? So, what do you think about um, when Deacon was at the house? Basically, tried to kiss Brooke again, mm-hmm. um, and professing his love to her. I, I, I just think he was, and when that girl told him no ten times, it's mm-hmm. like, please leave, and mm-hmm. then he grabbed her or whatever. What was that part of last Friday? No, that was this week. That was this week. Where he grabbed her face and kissed her. Yeah, it's like, how you just, can't nobody be doing that? Right. And she told you a hundred times to get out of her house. Ridge could walk in at any time. And it's like, have you changed or haven't you? And the way he hasn't. Because if somebody tell you, don't kiss me, don't touch me, get out of my house. I, I'm, I'm, mar- I'm married. That's the other thing. I'm married. We're not drunk right now. Get out. And you still pushing the button? It's like, yeah, dude, you, you can't come back around here. You need to leave. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. Like yeah. now, now you're basically harassing. Correct. Correct. Harassing is, is the is the right word for it. But she stands there and just lets him talk instead of being forceful about it. Like, I told you to get out. I'm not listening to you. Get out. Right. And if he doesn't, if he's not going to leave, call the police on him. Or if you don't want to call the police on him because she don't want to, you know, get him in trouble trouble again, then leave. I'm, I'm going to walk out of my house. If my husband shows up and you're sitting in here, that's on you. But Or she can, he, she can say, oh, you know what, I'm going to tell Hope because my thing is, he's trying to impress her, you know, because, I mean, I don't think he's going to be like, I'm trying to come after your wife, uh, after your mother, even though she's married to Ridge, and that's going to sit well with Hope, right. you know, but, I mean, right now, it seems that way, <laughs> because she's like, oh, it's just a kiss, don't worry about it, but, yeah. And that's why I can't wait for Rich to find out because they all acting like it's not a big deal. And it yeah, is not. because this is what Rich has been talking about from the beginning. He didn't want Deacon coming back around because he didn't want him playing any of his old games. And it started out where he wasn't. And then he went right on back down that road of, um, I guess, falling for Rook again and trying to make something out of their relationship that that isn't there yep that is so, very very true i don't feel sorry for her i can't wait for reese to find out so you can cuss both of them out <laughs> yep, I mean, and all this time they're trying to make uh poor little douglas act like he don't know what he's talking about oh yeah you know, and are you sure? Maybe you're mixing it up. You've been watching too many movies. You've been listening to too many songs. I'm like, that boy ain't stupid. Stop trying to play it. But he trying to tell you, I saw Grandma kissing Santa Claus on New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm surprised he didn't get frustrated and like, look, quit playing with me. I told you. Right. I know what I saw. <laughs> I know what I saw. You know, but that that had to come out. And I'm glad that, you know, Hope decided to confront her mama. And and Brooke told her the truth, you know, and the whole thing. Because I thought she was going to leave out the story about the bedroom. But, I didn't see her first. Yeah, at first. And, but then she came on out with it. I'm like, okay, well, you know, whatever happens. But Hope now has a burden to, because she got to now determine whether or not to tell or say anything or what advice is she going to give her mother. Mm-hmm. She's not going to say anything, though. Nope. Because that's how they all are. It's it's the same as when um, the years ago when the whole thing with Steffi and Liam and uh, Bill happened and mm-hmm. Bill did that whole setup to make it look like him and Steffi were still having an affair and messing around and they really weren't. Mm-hmm. Katie found out the truth about that and she didn't say a thing. She didn't say a word. Yeah. She kept it to herself and she made she justified to herself why she wasn't going to tell. Yep. That's what they do. They justify it to themselves as to why it's better to to keep the secret than to tell the truth at while at the same time they want to force everybody else to be honest and um and and tell the truth about things. Oh yeah, they always want to force everybody else, Queen mm-hmm. and and anybody else that had did something, oh yeah, you couldn't be honest. You cheated, you cheated. But the moment they do something, oh, that ain't nothing. Don't worry about it. We don't it's not a big deal. I'm like, hope no you didn't miss honesty clause. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um what do you think about this whole thing again with Steffi and Thomas? They act like little children. Yes, they do. Parents together. I'm about tired of both of them. It's yeah. it's more Steffi than Thomas, but I mean, I, yeah, I'm tired of both of them. And I, so the scene where Steffi and Hope were at the office together, and mm-hmm. Steffi starts questioning Hope about what's going on with her mom. And it's like it's none of your business. Yeah. Now, part of this is part of it is Hope's fault because when um she when she had went over to. Um, Steffi's house basically to warn to warn Taylor off of interfering with her mom's marriage um, she basically indicated that something was going on with her mom right. so she started the she started the wheels turning by you know letting them know that her mom needs Ridge right now so mm-hmm. part of it is her fault right. but for Steffi to basically try to demand to find out what's going on with Brooke it's like, it, I don't have to tell you anything. It's none of your business. If your dad wants to tell you or if Brooke, you want to go ask Brooke and she tells you, that's one thing. But it's not my business to tell. Exactly. Um, but yeah, they uh, they still, yeah, acting like acting like children. Wanting their parents to, to get back together and all that. They need to stop it. And I was happy that this week was it this week that Ridge finally told them to let it go? Mm-hmm. That that Brooke is my wife. She's going through something right now. I'm helping her through something. Back off and leave a, leave her alone. Mm-hmm. But as you can see, 
it's like it goes in one ear and out the other because today Steffi was back on the let's all have dinner together and hang out and got a little got a little attitude when Rich said, well, I, I don't know because I may need to go home and be with Brooke. And she got mad about it. And it's like, that's his wife, Steffi. <laughs> exactly. What did you expect? Yeah, because that whole dinner conversation, I'm cooking dinner, everybody come over to the house and he didn't respond. Oh, you got to check with Brooke. Um, yeah. yeah. Because that's- what ex-husband just goes and has dinner with his ex-wife and, and their kids together, but doesn't include the current wife. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that whole thing was so crazy because I'm looking at Steffi like, oh, you want Riz to disregard his wife, but let that Ben Finn do that to you, you will be having a conniption. Right. Like, girl, please, you need to stop. Quit playing. Yeah. So, um, what else? Was there anything else? Because we covered that part. We covered the Deacon part. We covered the Hope part. Is that it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it wasn't that much because it's only two storylines on this show right now. Yeah. You know, there's no Bill, no Quinn, no Eric, no no nothing. So I mean we even see Paris mom again. So I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, we haven't seen her. We didn't see her this week at all. Nope. 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 <coughs> All right, so well, let's uh, talk about our flip the script for this week. And again, flip the script is, you know, of course, if there's a particular storyline or a scene you wish you could change, this is where we flip the script. So what you got? Yeah. Um, my YNR flip is I wanted Abby to stick to her guns and to go through with taking Devon to court. Because I honestly, I don't think Devon would have had a leg to stand on in court me either. I don't care what uh, what's her name? Um, Christine talking about, oh, what a laws are funny. I'm like, it ain't that funny. Right. Contract. <laughs> right. I would have took, I would have definitely had taken my chance. Regardless of if Chance didn't feel like he was bonding with the baby or not, you still not getting any kind of custody of this little boy. Because mm-hmm. he's my son. Mm-hmm. Just like our contracts, if he is my son. Right. Okay. Um, our flip and then my bold and beautiful flip um i i was kind of hoping zenday would have told paris this week let's just let's just call our relationship off because we want two different things mm-hmm. that wasn't was that my flip last week i don't remember I don't, I don't remember either i think i remember mentioning something about how i don't think i could be in a casual relationship with somebody that I want to marry. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if I made it my flip, but yeah, this 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 week I would have liked for him to have when the model asked him out and him and Paris were having that conversation. I wish he just would have been like, you know, let's just let's just call it quits. We'll just go back to being friends. You can do whatever you want. I can do whatever I want, and there'll be no confusion about anything. Yeah. Okay. Well, my flip the script uh for um for the young and the restless would have been 
actually Victoria calling Ashlyn to task. Like, you know, I might have maybe wouldn't have did it in front of my mama. But mm-hmm. I'd be like, don't you ever do that again. I mean, I'm CEO. I understand you had an idea. But don't just go firing folks. And these people been with us for a long time. And you just did that on your own. Mm. She let him get off way too easy for that. Not only did she save face with her mama, but she also tried to play like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. We good. No. Yeah. You don't make decisions behind my back. Just as much as I didn't like Chance going behind Abby's back to talk to Devon, you don't go behind, you know, your wife's back if y'all running a business together and not say anything about firing somebody. The VP of strategy. It's like, are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then um, because at this point, if Victoria can stays on this track, Ashlyn know he can finesse her to death and he ain't gonna get no consequence for that. Um, and then with Bold, I would say my uh flip the script on um I'm trying to because I got two in my head, I guess. Mm-hmm. One of them is Zenday calling it quits with Paris. You know what? Hey, I want something different. You obviously don't want to move forward. Maybe we should just be friends and then I can date freely. Because here's the thing about Zenday going on a date, but leaving the door open. It's like, you know, I mean, that's, that's I'm not a gray area person. If I'm going to date you, I'm going to date you. I, yeah. I, I don't want you to be out there. Well, I'm going to date some folks too, but we still together. No, that ain't... Mm-mm. Not me. You know, so if he wants to move on and date and Paris absolutely knows that she got some feelings for Carter, y'all just need to part ways right yep. now. Yep. Ain't no tiptoeing and oh, I'm, I'm getting jealous and all this all kind of stuff. You know what you want and Zenday knows that he wants to move on. Just say goodbye and say, hey, we'll be friends. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm over that. But the other flip the script that I had was just, you know, Brooke throwing Deacon out the house. I couldn't stand that. He was, it's just too much. Yeah, when he grabbed her. Yes. I'm like, yeah. no, no, no. After I done told you no 6,000 times and then you're going to grab me? No, bro. You got to get out. Yes. I, I, that was. And he, you, she already told him not to come to the house. And you just show up anyway. Right. And walk in. And walk in. Walk right on in. (laughs) I don't care. You know, I just, I love you. Dude, that ain't cute. It ain't cute. It's cute if we were single people. And even if I tell you no as a single person, you need to get gone. (laughs) Right. And And you right. She needs to tell Hope how aggressive he's he's being with her about um, him having feelings for her and not letting go of the fact that Mm -hmm. she's telling him, I don't have those same feelings for you. Exactly. You just need to go on and tell Hope and let Hope um, bust his bubble. Like, you either leave my mom alone or we're done trying to build a relationship here because you're causing problems. Exactly. 
that whole thing, I was like, oh, balls, do you really want to do this like this right now? Because mm-hmm. it wasn't a good look. And he had this look in his eye of like, I'm like, oh, no, y'all don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't a good look, bold to have this man. This woman is consistently telling her no. And then he grabs her too and come out. No. Mm-mm. They definitely need to flip that script. Yep. Um, but other than that, I think that's all that I had for this week. Let me see if we got some quick spoilers or some teasers, I should say. Um, oh, okay. Uh, let me see. Give me one second. Oh, here we go. For Young and the Restless, for... Was it the week of the 24th? Okay. Adam has more questions than answers and is placing boundaries for Sally or Chelsea. Okay, whatever. I don't care. (laughs) I mean, seriously. And then they get to fight. According to this, Sally and Chelsea's rivalry across into the boardroom. Hmm. Whatever. Um... Noah will realize forgetting the past isn't easy as he's planned, and he received help from Ray. Um, Phyllis will evaluate Jack's role in her life and future. Um, Devon and Amanda's relationship is stronger than ever, and she will use her legal prowess to continue to help Devon. Okay, whatever. And let me see. Nate and Elena's relationship will be tested at work. Okay, so whatever that means. Hmm. And then bold. Let's see. Um, Hope and Liam gather perspective. Hope begs Brooke to share any information. Taylor and Ridge have a special moment together. Okay, whatever. I, you know. Oh yeah, we didn't we didn't even mention anything about that little that hug that little hug and Taylor again looking pitiful and pathetic, talking about what if we you know what if I never left and we stayed married and blah 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 and it's like stop. Well, let's not go back down this road. Oh. I mean, seriously, it's like, really? This is what we're doing, right? And you know what? That's another flip for me. What's that? I wish that Ridge in that moment would have told her, look, I'm sorry that you, you know, still have those lingering feelings for me. Um, I, You know, I hate that you feel that way and that you haven't gotten over me yet. But mm-hmm. I am in love with Brooke. That's who I'm married to. And that's not going to change. Right. Like, so please stop telling me about how much you miss being married to me because it's uncomfortable. It's making me uncomfortable. Like, tell her that so she stops making a fool out of herself. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, she, I mean, it's like she playing coy. So mm-hmm. one moment it's like, oh, no, I'm not really interested, you know, no, your dad's with Brooke, and then the next moment she's sharing these little feelings, and it's like, girl, 
Either you want this man or you don't. Right. And honestly, you need to leave him alone because he married. Right. You just need to back off. Keep those feelings to yourself. I I guess that's one good thing about it is that at least she's not saying these things to um, Steffi and Thomas because that would just set them off even more. Oh, absolutely. But her saying it to Ridge also is inappropriate. There's another thing that we didn't talk about with Bo, and that's this whole thing with Sheila. Sheila is so bent on trying to figure out what happened with Brooke on New Year's Eve that she almost oh, yeah. Yeah, because she went to Taylor's office poking around and um, asking questions and talking about trying to get her riled up over Brooke. And I'm proud of Taylor for... um, I'm glad that they have Taylor like catching on to Sheila's game. Like, because she told Sheila, she was like, don't start obsessing over Brooke again. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't start doing that. Exactly. an issue. That's the second time that she's warned her about that, too. Yeah, you know, and it, I'm like, look, you're going to blow your cover. I mean, I'm not saying what she did was right. It was horrible for her to switch that alcohol to have Brooke, um, you know, fall off the wagon. Uh, but you sitting up here trying to be super thirsty, trying to figure out, well, what happened with Brooke? What happened with Brooke? Mm-hmm. Girl, you about to get yourself in some real trouble. Yep. You know, and but then Sheila caught herself, and then she played the 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 simple. Oh, you know, I'm just trying to be a better person. I was trying to be there for my kids, and of course, that softened Taylor back up again. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay, well, I guess we now have covered everything. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm glad you guys are continue to stick with us. Again, we are in season three, so I appreciate um, all the time you get to spend with us every week. So I don't have any Monday spoilers because it's a Friday and I haven't watched Monday's episode. Usually when I have, when we do the podcast on Saturday, you know, I'll get a chance to watch it and then share some nuggets for you guys but not this time so that's why I just gave you guys a couple of teasers in this episode so I hope you enjoyed us this evening and until next week oh my god we're going into the week of January 24th Mm -hmm. we will see you next week bye right, bye Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs>